little bit about me, Korean and Irish. I took my first trip to Asia, went to China. People in China thought I was Chinese because even they can't tell the difference. <laughs> now, you go to another country, you pick up a few words I know. Ni hao. Ni hao is low in Chinese. Everyone I was trying to be friendly, I was like, ni hao. People start speaking back to me. Ni hao. Hanathana. No Chinese. Ooh. <laughs> And they get upset. I didn't realize why. And then I came home and I realized it's rude. It's misleading. What if we're walking here? Someone's like, hello. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? No English. Why would you start talking to me then? <laughs> Chinese, 1.3 billion people. They're everywhere. Even here, we have Chinatowns everywhere. New York, Chinatown, L.A., Chinatown. I was in China hoping to find an America town. <laughs> Just a bunch of fat white people dipping their fruit in a ranch dress looking for free white guy all day long. Would you like a nice ranch dressing? We do. Very nice. Audible is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, providing digital versions of tens of thousands of audiobooks for download to your computer, smartphone, and MP3 player. Listen whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. Audible has over 100,000 titles to choose from. Every genre, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com slash tbpodcast. The books I recommend are Michael Chabon's Telegraph Avenue, J.K. Rowling's The Casual Vacancy, William Davis' Wheat Belly, Vince Flynn's Executive Power, and Cassandra Clare's City of Fallen Angels, audiblepodcast.com slash tbpodcast. Please welcome our special guest, Stephen Byrne. Good to see you again, Stephen. Yay, me. <laughs> Why did you take your headphones? You, you don't like listening to your own comments? Oh, I can't stand hearing my own voice. That's why, like, by <laughs> Sunday, I just, I don't, I don't want to talk. I, I, I really just don't talk in general. I'm a pretty quiet guy, and when I'm on stage, yeah. I, I yeah. rapid fire. But by right. the end of the weekend, just... I can't stand listening to myself because you just <laughs> you do heard it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. two shows those nights, and some by Sunday, I'm just like, I hate me. You're I, a big, <laughs> big critic of yourself, too. Yeah, always. Stephen Burns at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy all week and long tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday. So uh, if you get a chance, I love that room. That's a that's a great room. Yeah, I've I've uh, I, I was there maybe like two years ago when it first opened, right. and uh, you know, for like most comedy clubs nowadays are in malls. So oh, really? a lot of the funny bones, a lot of the uh, improvs now are, are in these destination malls yeah. where people drive to these outdoor kind of pavilions or whatever, and then there's always an improv in there. So for me, it's like it's another mall gig, but yeah. I like going yeah. to going to city. Like DC Improv is a great club because you're actually in the city. You get to experience the city, and it's part of the city itself. But right. uh, but I think when you hear Minneapolis, you hear Mall of America. So it's kind of cool to, <laughs> to yeah, be in the, the biggest mall, mall in, yeah, it's kind of a, it's in America. So it's kind of neat. It's a weird spot. It is rather yeah. large. They're it's awesome getting to it. perform next to Elaine Bryant. So that's, that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Sally, big and tall. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with, uh, with <laughs> your uh, you know, little chubby women. There's other one. You know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Father. Yeah. Everybody gets hungry. That's what Elaine Bryant is, isn't it? Uh, candy coated. Curvy. Curvy. Okay, we'll go with curvy. Fat? We'll go with can you say fat? Hey! Can you, fat can you say fat? Fat is hell. can, but... Like P-H-A-T. Pretty <laughs> hot and yeah. tempting. That's so a fat. store in a mall. It was actually called Tall Woman. Tall Woman? Tall any woman. more specific I'm than that. I'm on the cusp of There's seriously a store called Sally Big and Tall. That's Sally a, Big that's and Tall. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, all the men's stores are men's big and tall, but there's not Sally. Yeah, you guys big it away with it. Guys big it away with it. I find that interesting, though, you, you, that you don't like to hear your own voice. Uh, I just a short time ago was talking to Timothy Oliphant. I don't, I don't know if you know Timothy. Oh, yeah. From Justified. No? Of course, yeah. He has never seen anything he's ever been in. Ever. I understand that. Yeah, he just doesn't want to see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially like doing the doing the show. I had to watch the show because, I, you know, when you're producing and creating, then you're part of every part of the process of, of the show, Sullivan and Son. Right. But I, I was in the editing bay watching how to take the actual filmed version and then condense it from 28 minutes to 21 minutes. And you got to watch the whole thing. We watched that pilot. I probably saw that pilot. Maybe I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like 350, 400 times, and I just hated myself. And after that, I was like, I'll go in and see certain scenes and stuff. But I just can't look at myself anymore. I just got burnt. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I mean, I've heard. I think one podcast so far out of the 35 we've done. Yeah, I think seriously. Yeah, I don't listen. I, 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 I'm the same thing as I. I've been hearing my own voice in headphones now for like 40 years. So it's like, okay. I, but you I've never heard. have a day of silence. Oh. <laughs> oh. He even talks in his sleep. Oh, my God. It's endless. Guys, not today. 
Don't do this now. There's a guest. We have a guest here. It's not how we treat guests, guys. I'm just so used to That's it. That's exactly yeah. right. That's what everyone no does, battling. right? No battling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I do talk in my sleep, don't I? I'm yes. kind of a vigilant. You're talking. What they call you a vigilant sleeper. Yeah. It's better to be around a talker, though, than, than just a, a dullard. Don't you well, agree? Well, yeah, True. but there's it's always spicy. something in between. Oh, you want a happy medium. I want a happy medium. Yeah, I would too looking around this house. Like Silent Sunday would be good. Silent Sunday. This house is unbelievable. Pete Corielli came in. You know Pete at all? Oh, yeah. Pete Corielli was here last week. And then he came on the KQ Morning Show. I, I assume you're going to be. I'm sure you're going to be on tomorrow. Uh, but I won't be there when you're there. I'm okay. I, I don't blame you. Yeah, what the hell? So, <laughs> so Pete Car- so a lot. Yeah. You don't know. I brought my my suitcases upstairs. <laughs> we got lots of room for you. Uh, yeah, they don't live here anymore. So it's like just the two of us. Go right on ahead. But Pete, he goes. He's on KQR. He goes. You know, first of all, he talks like this into the microphone. I'm yeah, really. Yeah. It's like Pete. Jesus, will you calm down. Here. Tom, it was nice hanging out with you yesterday, but your house is a dump. <laughs> I said, well, thank you, Pete. That's very nice. It all works out in the end. He uh, he's got a lot of energy. Coriolis? Yes, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. A lot of energy. <laughs> and he loves Billy Joel, of all he things, too. He loves Billy yeah, he, Joel. Yeah, he I don't know, and he smokes pot. So you would think he'd be mellow a little bit. I can't None. imagine him without... I'm glad you yeah. said that, because I held back, because you never know if Thomas <laughs> want that out. But I was like, oh, I, yeah, I was just going to make that correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a card-carrying pot smoker. Oh, so. my God. There were times where we, we did the Jameson tour. Oh, yeah. He was on it, and... Uh, there were times where he looked more Asian than I did. I'm not even joking. I'm like, just do my act. Do my Caucasian joke. It's unbelievable how blazed you are right now. Oh, it's true. And, but he's still... Ah. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? my God. I know. I thought he was maybe coked up or he's, something. But he's like a yeah. male Fran Drescher. Yeah. yeah. And his hairline starts yeah. like a centimeter above his eyebrows. <laughs> like werewolf hair. <laughs> Sorry, Pete, if you're listening. Oh, we Sorry love you. We really do love you. <laughs> like a healthy guy, too, you know? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. like a... Yeah, oh, yeah you wouldn't expect that from like a pot... pot yeah. Like Jay Oakerson looks exactly what you would expect. Big J. I remember yeah. when, when Big J came walking up the driveway. That was, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. He's walking up the driveway, and he's got all the tats and the whole deal. And he's yeah. got the long hair and the whole, the whole shoot match. And Catherine was looking out the window going, who the fuck is that? Are we are we casting Sons of Anarchy here? <laughs> are we doing auditions? Yeah. Tony, you even sent me a text message saying that there's some shady looking guy down at the driveway. I left as they were showing up, and I heard him. He's uh, he's uh, puffing out a heater, and he's going, "Man, I'm just looking for someone to pay the cab. What am I supposed to do?" I know. Tony's like texting me, "Bring out the gun, oh, no. release the, the hounds." Turns out he's one of the sweetest guys you'd ever want. So totally nice and sweet. hilarious, by the way. Well, he is hilarious. very, very funny. as is Pete. By the yeah. way, Pete's awesome too. Oh, Pete's hilarious. There's no question about it. But Jay, I know he's like a big baby, really. He is like underneath a, it all. Just a sweet yeah. He had the gangbanger shorts on. It's like what? You're like 30. Yeah, he did. He had, he had, and then he had Dave Smith with him. I mean, how can you make it as a comedian? Your name is Dave Smith. I know, really. That's a problem. And so here's, hey, look, it's Dave Smith. Well, I think I went to high school with Dave Smith. I'm not sure if it's the same guy. But, you know, where where did you grow up? I grew up, I was born in Jersey. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Oh, you did? Well, that's where you got the Pittsburgh hat on. That's that's where I got the Pittsburgh hat. And uh, Billy Gardell, I know Billy. Billy's a great guy. Yeah, and... uh, well, just the nicest guy in the world, and I'm so happy to see him get Mike and Molly because we've been friends for a while doing the Jameson tour, and I remember he kept auditioning. He was on shows, uh, but nothing ever really stuck for him, and he mm-hmm. said, you know, this is my last my last pilot season. I'm done after this. Really? I'm go back to Pittsburgh and be a co-host on DVE, the big rock station really? out there, the big yeah, morning show yeah, out there. Yeah, he was just going to do that, and he said, this is it for me. This is my last one. And I thought, boy, you know, if, if you can get that DVE job, that'd be great. Because he, he's such a family guy. He just wants right, to be with his kid right, and wife all day. Right. And that, that provided it for him. But then uh, he got Mike and Molly, thank God. It's Speaking a great of, show. And a, a quick reference, re-references of Pete Corielli. So he's yeah. sitting where you are. What's last, that? He's sitting where you are now. I'm week. sitting in the same chair as Pete Corielli. Pete <laughs> Corielli. He's incontinent, yeah, cool. by the way. There's gonna be like, there's gonna be resin on my pants now. That when I go to the airport, the the, the sniffing dogs are gonna come up and, and try to bust me. That's, that's true. Maybe look that's under the true. chair. He left something. I, for I, you. Yeah, I so he's he's look at me. He's, he's like, yeah, kind of look me up now like this. Right? Hey, Tom. You know what? 
if Billy Gardell ever dies, you could do Mike and Molly. I'm like, fuck you. He goes, well, you'd have to gain some weight. Yeah. Like, yeah, again, fuck you. It's like, Corey, what are you, high? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, 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 I am. That's why I watch his Food Network all day, probably. Yeah. So I got to hear that Sullivan Sun is doing very, very well. Uh, have you announced what you said upstairs? Has that been announced? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a second season. Got a second season for the TV. Sullivan and Sun, so that's it's exciting. Yeah, thank you. Produced by uh, a guy who uh, <laughs> almost Nick Swartzen wouldn't talk to me ever again because of because you and Becky wanted to meet Vince oh, Vaughn. God, calm down. Vince, Vince the executive producer, isn't he? I don't know why you're making it. <laughs> oh, seem it was like with Nick. We were like waving guns at Vince Vaughn. Good to meet you. Like, just wanted to shake his hand. <laughs> but again, I, I told Stephen upstairs that he couldn't ask a nicer guy than when, when Vince did. Go. Actually, Owen Benjamin ended up. Oh, it was the one that did it. Probably, yeah, because Nick just disappeared again. So yeah. Nick was kind of like, Whoa. well, Nick was probably high too. Yeah, Nick was. Who knows what he was on? <laughs> Fake. Yeah, it's hard right. to tell. The, yeah, a lot of the time. It's it's like an artist palette of <laughs> what is what is he on that day? Just, just spin the wheel yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah, but Owen's got, Owen's the nicest guy. Owen oh, had to change great. his name because Owen's name was actually Owen Smith. And oh, he changed it to Owen Benjamin because when he moved to Los Angeles, there was another comedian named Owen Smith that was like, hey, you know, yeah. there can't be two Owen Smiths here. So Owen was like, oh, okay, well. And then they that looked works. at each other and it took a second. And Owen's like, okay, I guess it'll be me that changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> so well, so it became Owen Benjamin. That's a good name, though. Yeah, I like it better than Owen Smith. Yeah, yeah I do too. I mean, Smith's a he nice name. He made a good name, choice. Yeah. But, you know, whatever works. That, uh, and I want to spend more time on the, on the TV show. Uh, how many episodes a year are you doing? Oh, uh, we do ten because we're a summer show, right? Summer uh, show. So we were. It, it was kind of crazy because because you think, yeah, we got this show; it's going to be awesome, and and then you, you just pray to God people watch it. But then we had like two events that happen once every four years happen during our first run. So we had two weeks of the Olympics. Uh-huh. We had the presidential uh, can, uh, uh, acceptance speeches right. uh, for the Republican Party and for the Democratic <clears throat> and they both landed on Thursday <laughs> oh, for God. our show but we still like oh, had incredible ratings considering even without those things happening so right. they were all just really happy we were happy too well the great thing now is with DVR I, I don't watch anything unless I DVR it and that's the great thing about it yeah. it like, is it's wonderful the one bad thing being a host of a radio show and now a podcast is that since I DVR everything, I yeah. don't really know what night it's on. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I just don't know because it's. I don't know when Pawn Stars is on. Now, you watch Pawn Stars? I love Pawn Stars. It's a great. Is that the one that is in Michigan? No, that's Hardcore. That's Hardcore Pawn. That's a good show. Okay. Too. Oh, Hardcore. There's all, there's all different kinds of That's the of only one I've seen. Yeah. There's like the New Orleans Pawn, I think, right? right? Yeah. Like Cajun Pawn, Cajun pawn Stars or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. There's all these kinds of pawns. You know, there's going to be a Chinatown Pawn Stars, I'm sure. <laughs> Asian Pawn Stars. Asian Pawn good. Stars, That'll yeah. a good thing. Just a bunch of white belts being turned in. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> old karate, yeah, <laughs> karate medals. <laughs> okay, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> hey, I'm no Wayne Brady. I just do what I can. I'm no Wayne I Brady. Yeah, hey, you're no Wayne Brady. That's true. That's a different deal, man. That's a completely different deal. That uh, that night, that's right. It was the night of the ice storm. Remember, remember we had that when you guys were in town. Yeah. Oh my God! So all these people were coming in. That was crazy. I believe Aaron Rodgers was there that night of the Green Bay Packers. Kevin Love. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Minnesota Viking fan. She's a huge oh yeah. Viking Aaron Rodgers. My wife is too. Fix your face. It's not. She, is she a big Steelers fan? <laughs> no, she's a big Vikings fan. Really? Oh, really? My wife's from here. Yeah. Really? She's, right. she's yeah. a smart lady. Yeah, she's a smart lady. Aaron Rodgers, does he have a messed up face? No, it's just like I just don't like it. I'm like, get it out of, get it out of here, really? Aaron Rodgers. I've had He's enough of it. He's got successful face? millionaire. I, I think his face is. I, don't care for him. Girls don't care about his face. Trust me, that guy goes to Vegas. He'll he'll do fine. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. Aaron Rodgers. But like, Kevin Kevin Love was there that at the I party. Saw him what fall a nice over. guy. A great guy. He was super nice. Yeah. I saw him fall. Yeah, he slipped well, on yeah, the ice. He, so weird. He uh, fell down. He's a million feet tall. Yeah, Tony, do you remember that ice? Storm. It, was it was a good a fall. November. Yeah, sure it's like a redwood tree. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> that was almost two years ago now. Yeah, it was. It was 2010. Yeah, because Vince and Kevin James were pro- promoting the film The Dilemma. That's why we right. did the tour. Mm-hmm. And then that was the last show of the tour, and Kevin had to take off because he was filming that Here Comes the Boom movie. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, that that's coming out now. So that's why Phase on filled in for him. And I remember we did have that crazy ice storm, and 
walking home, it was just the whole oh. city was just glazed it was over unbelievable. with ice. So weird. It was the worst getting home because I because I my wife's like five eleven, so I got to hold her up and I got to hold myself. It was just the worst. <laughs> she fell two or three times I and I was like, sorry. Easily, yeah, it was like a figure skating duo can... where we're going down yeah. and she just <laughs> fell down. Seriously, I kept was going. Like, I was like, oh, I got to ice covering <laughs> protect this metal. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was like we, we were staying in the lobby of the Chambers Hotel, and Kevin Love walked. It's all windows along along Ninth Ninth uh, Street, and Kevin, we saw Kevin Love coming toward the fr- front door, and he slipped, went about seven <laughs> feet in the yeah, air, it was like, and bam! Yeah. Uh, I mean, to watch a guy that big, yeah, yeah, it was one of those things where you wanted to feel sorry for him, but at the same time, it was comedic. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Well, that is a professional athlete you too. You're yeah. like, yeah, you know, don't mess up a wrist or something. Yeah. Ruin your career. Yeah. Yeah. I remember no, that night. Uh, Swartzen was trying out new material too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. there's a theater, like 2,500 people, 3,000 people, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to try out some new stuff. I'm, that's how Cavalier is about it. I'm just like, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I could never do it. But he can get away with it, though, too. People love him. People do love him. Brian Callen did that uh, House of Comedy. Oh, he, yeah. house, and he tried out new material. It was all new material. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. It worked, though. He's great. Okay, and Brian Callen is. He's a great guy. The, the real best. Guy. My dad and him are dating. <laughs> 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 Brian's a good friend. He he's a guy's guy. He's a he is definitely he's a guy's a dude. dude. Good is, friend, although his best friend is Joe Rogan, so they must sit around and talk about like MMA fighting all day. <laughs> yeah, I picture I picture them when they have a conversation. It's just one of them holding each other's feet while the other does crunches. Right, and they that's have exactly that's how they right. have a conversation. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, they hydrate <laughs> together. And that's funny. He's got a podcast. Brian Cal's got a podcast called Man Thoughts, and you you have to see the picture. That he put on the uh, his his website. Yeah, it's him reaching into the air, but his biceps are like out to here. He got these massive. They put he, they put his head on somebody else's body. Yeah, it looks like he's the you know, like Mister Universe. <laughs> he's got his arm and he's like. Bah! He's unbelievable. He's he's he one is. of the only guys that like. Like when we hang out at the comedy store, there's like you know all the comics hang out together in the parking lot, and it'd be like ten or fifteen of us, and Callan will pull up park his car, walk right over, and he's one of the only guys that can walk into the kind of circle of guys and just take over. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's dying laughing. And he is he, hilarious. He just is the crudest, funnest, whatever. He's just a great dude. He's brilliant, too. Oh, yeah. Incredibly smart. He's really a smart You'd never guy. think that with... You watch his comedy, it's about... Watch his comedy, it's about riding a horse and eating a peach and the juice dripping down. But you talk to that guy. He knows foreign policy. He knows oh, yeah. everything. He, he's unbelievable. And he gets fired up about it, too. Oh, yeah. Very, very passionate. It was really funny because he did the podcast on, on a Thursday, just like today. And then he said... He was... For some reason, he was... Uh, what? A Thursday. Just like today. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a Thursday. I thought I was, I was trying to be deep. I was trying, I was trying to get about being deep. But it didn't a work. A windy day. Unfortunately for me, like it didn't work. A blustery Thursday. Let's look out at the, at the lake while you say this story. Yeah. Yeah. With the wind. It was a Thursday, just like today. Well, just all, all, everybody just focus on watching that one duck. Get a dreamy, he had a dreamy look in his eyes. The dreamy look in his eyes as he waves, laps the shore. And then, whatever. <laughs> Never mind. Setting up a scene in the notebook. Just for that, I'm not telling the story. No, at all. But he, he was later on in the day, so we ended the podcast. He was on for like, what, an hour, like an hour and a half? Yeah, it was long. <laughs> That's right. You guys were in Iceland. We were yep, in They weren't there. Yeah. Yeah, see, they take off like every two weeks and go to India. or yeah, that's what fat we do. lie. But <laughs> no, we don't do wait, that. Wait, wait, we wait, don't wait. actually do wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Where were you just last week? Two weeks ago. Here. No. Two weeks ago. She's lying. We were in Iceland. You were in Iceland. Yes. Okay, and then where were you the month before that? Like three months before she was in Four months before. No, it was not yeah. four months before. Okay. It wasn't four months. It was, it was like move on, months. moving on. She was you know how a normal person in America gets to go to Italy? Spinning a wheel and Pat Sajak <laughs> saying that's how you get to go to Italy. Exactly so please, uh, you know, people Italy, travel, Iceland. Yeah. Everybody gets to travel. India. No, not everybody gets to travel like that. India. Good, Stephen Leiter up. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't get to, I didn't go to Italy. I went to India. I will Vastly say, yeah. different. Vastly India, different. Iceland. Yeah, you're somebody that... I go to the What are all countries. the eyes I could go to internationally? Iceland, <laughs> Italy, <laughs> India. India. Next on the list. Indonesia. Now go to Guam. <laughs> yeah. Now go to Guam. Wait, G-H-M-G. Wait. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had to do that too. Oh, she lit you up. Japan. Sorry. Are you going to go to Arnold... 
I can never say his name. It always comes out wrong. Who? Schwarzenegger. Very nice. He's just been around for a while. He's at the Mall of America signing books. He is. Maybe he'll be there heckling not. What? He is. Did you get to town yesterday? I got in last night at like uh, midnight. Oh, because Kevin James was here yesterday. He was. Yeah, he was promoting Here Comes the Boom at the Mall of America. Oh, very nice. So I was hoping you would, you would be in the building. Why wasn't he on our podcast? He was a little busy. Kevin James. <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. Uh, I didn't see it because I wasn't there, obviously. But I've got a bone to pick He with. came to do the radio interview yesterday with 20 people. He had a makeup artist to do the do a radio show. Oh, you're kidding. What? Really? That's a true story. He had wow. 20 people. I do, too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what yeah. Makeup for the podcast. You look like you just got back from Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, she did, so it's a good thing. Fair enough. It all worked out in the Actually, this is a very quick aside, just because they, they were in, in uh, Iceland. We had um, Stephen. Do you, know, do you know Tobo? His name is like Tobarowski. Stephen Tobarowski or Tobolo, Tobolowski. Stephen no. Tobolowski. Toblerone. He, he's Toblerone. A, a <laughs> not really a character actor. He's been in a million movies. Mm-hmm. You probably know if you saw him. But he broke his neck last mm-hmm. year riding on the edge of a volcano, riding a bike on the edge of a volcano in Iceland. I can Perfect. see where that would happen. He, he broke his neck. It's a very treacherous yeah, it's uh, really landscape up intense. there. Is that yeah. what you guys... We walked. We didn't go to the volcano. We walked around a volcanic crater. We oh, hiked did? around one, yes, but we did not we ride walked. a bike. We rode Was that after, after Applebee's? <laughs> <laughs> that a went to, oh, good, good. Went yeah. to Quiznos. <laughs> went to Quiznos, good. One good thing <laughs> about that is <laughs> they go to a restaurant in Iceland and the server comes over and says, we have uh, two things that are, are not on the menu tonight. Uh, we have a delicious roasted puffin and then uh, a really, really good whale steaks. They do eat that stuff up there. Puffin is a bird, right? It yeah. is like a, a weird-looking bird. Yeah, it's like a mix between a toucan and a penguin. They have yeah. a cereal. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a cereal called puffin puffins. puffins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I ate those. I ate a candy whale while I was there, so I could say I ate whale. Whale steak. I would do it though, just to do it. They, they, right? They're like it's so delicious. It's better than regular steak. Whale steak. Hey, I was in Austin. I rattlesnake. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried that? No. Chewy. Yeah. People say it's like jerky. Yeah, What's jerky like. Yeah. I, don't, I like had. gator. Like gator. Yeah, I was just gator. Say, like, yeah, gator. Know. I tried gator. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, in a safety gator. What's the big deal? I was about in Japan and we went to this place. It was like literally like fear factor. It's like, do I get twenty five grand if I eat all this stuff? It was disgusting. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't know what yeah, it was. Well, I was trying all different kinds of things. I don't even remember. Yeah, like, all they, different like, things. Yeah, it was like kinds of crazy things. it was like a Star Wars yeah. gauntlet. I don't know, just <laughs> creatures that they made up. Don't tell me what it is. I'll eat it. And yeah, like, just let it. Is any of it good? After I've eaten it, you can no, tell me. Oh, <laughs> no. So but I was like, was when in Rome, right? <laughs> was not good. No, none of it. Didn't. I, I'm not a big sushi guy, but I'll I'll do it. No. <laughs> Well, obviously, you're not Japanese. <laughs> yeah. If it's there, I'll eat it. It's fine. Whatever. So, who's Korean? Your mother or your father? Take a guess. I would say your mother. <laughs> exactly. Because if you're... I'm, well, I'm assuming that Burns your real last name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not a lot of Koreans named Burn. No. No. <laughs> That's true. I hope Who you find it? this comforting. <laughs> Open Gangnam Style. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gangnam Style. That damn song. I like the Celtic bridge Gangnam. into... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, you, thank you, Tony, for that. Why is there a Celtic bridge there? There's not. He just... No, he just put that well, in there. Oh, oh, you the actual song. <laughs> yes. I'm he like, produced what? it. Don't be an idiot, <laughs> Dad. He got with Read his podcast. the mix just for Steve. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. There's I, a lot of songs out there that do that kind of weird stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. I never Remember that fad when they'd rap, you know, old children's songs? Yeah. Chains yeah. hang low and all that. Yep. So I mean, well, isn't there a isn't there a dance now? Gangnam uh, style, Gangnam yeah. style dance. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's I like could riding a horse. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah well, there's it, this. And then well, this. didn't uh, they accuse Serena Williams of doing the crip walk at the at uh, Wimbledon this year? Remember that? Really? No. I oh, you didn't know, know about that? No. Yeah, yeah. She sprained her ankle, right? She can do the crip walk. Serena freaking Williams. Let her do what she wants. Yeah, well, that's true. She is kind of. I would not want to fight her. She rules the world, sisters. Oh, what's that? You ever met the Williams sisters? No. Have you ever seen them I, uh, out? They're crazy. I'm not a small person. No. Ridiculous. I was standing next to them in Florida once, and their shoulders are much broader than mine. Yeah. Their biceps are just, I they're mean, they're gigantic. massive. gigantic. And they're about this much taller than me. I'm like, I would not want to it's fight one. I bet like if, if Serena or Venus took their shirt off, it would look like the Batman suit. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably like the George symbol. Clooney Batman suit, yeah, yes. with the nipples, yeah. 
with the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> something interesting. Yeah. They, you being a TV star now, I'm they'll probably make you do this one. On TV. I wouldn't say TV star. No, on TV. I'm star. Star. I get double takes. TV stars are like, oh my God, that's, you know, the, the Big Bang. I, I get, you know, just the double look. Big Bang is a good show. Like, where is Big he Big Bang's from? funny. Mm-hmm. We or, should look him up or, on IMDb. Or yeah. what? No. What? He's saying that he gets like the double take where it's like, who do I know? Oh, you were just guy? riffing on that? Is that what you were doing? Yes, I guess. Yeah, my daughter's riffing now. I was I enjoy it. Fell flat. <laughs> fell flat. Sorry. It all works out. But, <laughs> I, but I, you, you, speaking of it was hilarious. Comedies that, that, that are she's huge. still getting over a layover <laughs> from yeah, whatever from my time zone I've she's getting back of, from. Yeah. Julie Bowen came out. I think it was yesterday and said that on Modern Family they make her wear nipple shields because she has very prominent nipples. Oh, fine. So they make speaking her, of nipples. What? <laughs> Where did this come What's from? What's next? He said. I'm just saying. Yeah, they're gonna, you know, oh, Steve yeah, gets, gets big, they're going to make him wear nipple shields. <laughs> but she says she has very prominent nipples. That's why he's wearing a leather chilly. jacket. And she shared that? <laughs> she what? She shared that with you? She should, no, shared with the world. Oh, with the whole world. She so, called so, him yeah. get top. She told Guess everybody. what happens. She told everybody. Buy online by going to the Amazon.com banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. They don't charge you a penny more. A small portion of what they sell through our site helps support the show, and it's what keeps the show free for our listeners. Click and shop today on the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. Yeah. Doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm ready. I'm ready. We used to do it at that point. Oh, yeah, that's right. We used to do it at the beginning. Yep. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Andy, you you must really like Stephen. You're opening up today. Well, I've been awake for two hours now. Put so. your nipple shields on. Put your nipple shields <laughs> Get on. Ready. Get ready. So excited for getting the nipple shields on. Andy's out. not a big talker. Andy you know. smokes a ton of weed, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine if Always. Andy smoked weed. It's not weed. even weed. It's just whatever I find in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> A nice hosta reefer. <laughs> Steel soap from Bunny. Oak Can you street. smoke uh, squirrel shit? Because <laughs> he'll smoke it. I wouldn't know. <laughs> he would not know at this particular juncture. Uh, so, now when when will you shoot the second season? Uh, we get. I think we start in March. So we start writing again in January, and I'll go in on that and get to work. Oh, that's one. Who's so, writing with you? Sorry. Uh, Rob Long, who who was a uh, executive producer and writer on Cheers for oh, like the la- yeah. the Kirstie Alley years, right. he was right, on right. for eight, I've heard of that eight years or something like that. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, FJ and Dan, uh, they're, they're this great duo. They did uh, Frasier for a while. Uh, I loved Frasier. Yeah, Frasier Howard Morris did Home Improvement for a long run. Uh, we, we're we're like stacked. Uh, yeah, Shelley Gossman with a girl who was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, She's a writer on SNL, and one of my good friends, Colin Jost, he's a uh, head writer now on SNL. And when we were ca- when we were doing the, the writer's room, I said, you know, do you know any young, great writers? And he said, Shelly, contact Shelly, and I contacted her. And, and we, had, we had interviewed a bunch of our own friends that we were like, oh, right. we're going to hire this guy. This guy's, he's got it in the bag. And then Shelly came in, and we, were, we didn't even want to meet with her. And we were like, ah, I don't know. We're, we're both kind of burnt. She came in and wowed us, and then instantly we're like, "All right, we got to hire this girl." And she's she's been phenomenal as well. So Great. one of your friends Sounds got the hook. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends got the hook. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this next good. year we'll be able to hire a few more. Bring them in now this time. So uh, you know you're on TV now, so you can. But you can answer this honestly, if, or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, in my opinion, and I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on it as well. I think the great writers are in television now. They're not in the movies any longer. I just think television is so much better than movies now for some reason. I don't know why that happened. Right. Uh, but there are so many great... I mean, New Girl. I don't know if you've seen New Girl, the uh, Zoe Deschanel show. I have not. Brilliantly written. Yeah. Most where of the he, time. Where did Andy just go? He, I don't know. He's had enough. He just wandered off. She goes smoke something in the backyard. Up. <clears throat> yeah, to answer your question, I, I would agree with you. I think that that... <clears throat> Nowadays in film, I think it's so difficult to get a really original idea through because because the movie studios want to do they, they want they to want make, to make money. money. So right. they're going to go about, ahead right? with all the sequels. They're going to go with all the reboots, things that right. are familiar with you. Yeah. So that when you pick up the newspaper, you don't have to explain to your friends or your wife or your or your boyfriend or whoever you're going with. This is what this movie's about. You know, you, you say Dukes of Hazard. You know what Dukes of Hazard? Oh, let's yeah. go see that. Yeah. Or you know Spider Man. Or you know The Dark Knight. That's why they reboot all these things. But TV is so fractured. Right. There's so much competition that you've really got to stand out. So I think that's why you see great shows like Mad Men, uh, 
Go Back to the Wire, Hell on, Hell on Wheels, all these great original shows that are out right now, The Walking Dead. Walking Dead could be a phenomenal film, but it's on AMC, yeah. thank God, and now you get to really stretch it out. And I think right. there are a lot of great writers out there that find more work in television than cinema. Because if you think of all the movies that are coming out, you know half of them are going to be reboots or sequels or no things you're familiar with. But no doubt about it. Yeah. I, uh, matter of fact, Brian Callen's in, in About Last Night. They're doing a reboot of, uh, with Kevin Hart of About Last Night. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, there's no... Brian's ri- in everything. Yes, he is in everything. He's, in he's literally in, in, in both is. hangovers. And people, you'd walk past him and, and you'd never know that he's in like everything you've seen. I know, it's true. Yeah, I mean, he didn't bring... You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Andy, did you think he didn't really draw a lot of attention from the, when we were at the restaurant? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's just he looks... You did, it, though. Well, that's because I live here, though. Talking to all the servers? Different story. <laughs> that's a different. Because that's because they want to tip. Bottle he's tipping he's got prepared yeah. for Mike and Molly. Bottle, money yeah. for everybody. Yeah, I'm getting prepared to do my Billy Gardell impression. <laughs> we, we have Billy on the show, uh, KQRS, about God four or five times a year, uh. and which impresses me. And uh, because I mean, you, and you got it right away that you need to do you know podcasts and the, and, and radio shows and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Billy, could you sit back now and go, well, fuck this, I'm not doing it, I'm just going to... Oh, he still does it, yeah. Oh, he works his ass off. It's yeah. wonderful. That's the thing, even when you have a show, like I, like I was saying before, everything is so fractured now that you've really got to... Look, you get a show on TBS, you know, that's great, but you still got to go out and promote it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I did literally five hours of radio every Wednesday the yeah. day prior to yeah. the show. So we, so we finished taping. We went on the road, all four of us. We did a tour together. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I would still be getting up at 6 in the morning doing two or three radios Monday, two or three yeah. Tuesday. Then maybe like a baker's dozen or, or 20 or, or whatever I could get on Wednesday. So you're still constantly always promoting it. I think it did make a difference in our oh, ratings. Yeah. But sure a, lot of, a lot of shows don't have that where, where they have stamped comics on it, where they can't go out and tour. They're just actors that are kind of dullards on, on radio, I'm sure. Which, <laughs> well, so, yeah. which Billy certainly is not. Gardell's the best. He's really, really Actors great. are such cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, once in a while you run into an act, like uh, we had uh, Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez on, and I thought it was going to be a very dry conversation. Yeah. And I just didn't think it was. And it turned out that Martin Sheen is funny as hell. Oh, yeah, hilarious. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. You know, he's talking, well, he, he and Emilio wrote a book together, mm-hmm. and that's why they were on tour together. And we we're talking about you know father and son situations. I said Andy, who's twenty five years old now, came to me and said, "Dad, would you stop calling me honey in public?" <laughs> I said, "I don't." And Martin Sheen literally started screaming. He said, "Don't ever stop calling him honey." I remember when my father, who was an immigrant from Mexico, to his dying day, he would always say, "How are you doing, honey?" <laughs> he did this impression of his father. Yeah, and it, he was very funny and very engaging. But I know what you mean. Like a lot of act. Did you hear what Richard Belzer did yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I Richard. Didn't. What do you do? I don't know. Share. He was on uh, Good Morning Fox or what? Yeah, like called? a Good Morning Fox News show, or whatever. And he's he's on there for that little segment, and oh. he instantly goes to Nazi jokes, and he's doing the Hitler salute, oh, and, what? Uh, <laughs> and there was something else that he a said. Woman on the that. show. Woman on the show. I guess it was a sidekick on the show. I've not seen the show. Yeah, because I'm working then. Oh, th- th- yeah. That's that's the worst that's part. The worst part. So yeah. he's doing Nazi salutes, and he's talking about how. The people at Fox News are Nazis and blah blah blah. And Always the woman, a laugh riot. the woman, the, the female host. There's a male host and a female host, and the female host is trying to lighten the moment. So right. she said, 
And the guy, the, the co-host, does look like Richard Belzer in a way, not exactly like yeah. her, I think, but kind of looks like The him. look. Okay. Right. So she says to Richard Belzer, well, you know, I don't know if the guy's name was Jim or something. I don't know what the guy's name was. Let's call him He says, Jim. you know what I've always thought, Richard, is that uh, you could have Jim on uh, SVU, Law & Order SVU, as your brother. And he said... Yeah, if he got if he got boned up the ass and something, I got the quote right here. If he gets molested and banged in the ass, banged in the ass. Oh my God! He said banged in the ass on live television. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. What do you do to? No, like why would no? Why would that be? Like make him your brother? I don't understand. Oh, you don't understand why? Yeah, like why he said it? Yeah, you meant. I've never heard of that term. My question is: I mean, are there shows that you just wouldn't go on? The brother. What's that? Are there any shows that you just wouldn't go on because it's, ah, it's not my kind of deal? Um, I think that a lot of the shows where you have these two over here, they're still getting riled up over banged up in the ass. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like I don't from know what that means. It's like, really? <laughs> Someone said on a fire cracker? No. No, it's uh, watch Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Oh, there's oh. a moment. Sorry. Yeah, Pelzer, I, I, I don't know. I, you know. I don't know why you even go to the Nazi stuff and why. Uh, what prompted all, that? Because they was going after Fox. I think yeah. he was, he was going after Fox. Think Fox News is like you know. Yeah, I think he went off the reincarnation meds. of Hitler and all that. And and I will tell you this: I think that Richard Belzer is is one of the funniest guys. Or he, he used to be one of the funniest guys. He doesn't do a lot of humor anymore. Doesn't do a lot of comedy because he wants to be a serious actor. Seems a little off his rocker. Uh, but I mean, at one time he was one of the funniest guys and a real mm-hmm. edgy comedian. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, remember one time at uh, Caroline's in New York, he was on stage and Woody Allen just walked out on stage. Mm-hmm. And Richard looked over at him and said, and Woody Allen at this time, so we're talking about the early 80s, Woody Allen is God as far as movies are concerned. Absolutely. And Richard Belzer was just an up-and-coming guy. Right? He wasn't a star or anything. And he looks at him and he goes, oh, great, look who's here. He's got... Uh, Woody Allen. Hey, Woody, why don't you do yourself a favor? Go home and write another movie that only you could understand. <laughs> Which was a pretty goddamn edgy thing to say yeah. to Woody Allen back in those days. But I loved Richard for years and years and years. But then he got this political deal going. Yeah. And, Never you know, idea. I'm one of those guys, I guess, I'm caught in the middle. I don't know who the hell I'd want to vote for because I don't like either guy that we got cooking at this particular time. So I don't understand how anybody could be that passionate about any candidate or any party or whatever. Yeah. And instance, what I'm saying is that, like, we're going to have a, a show. Chris Cluey, you know the punter for the Minnesota Vikings? Sure. He came out in support of gay men. You liar. Good answer. <laughs> Definitely. I thought you might because your wife is a Viking fan. Yeah. But he's the punter for the Vikings. Uh the kind of brain he 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 uh, aced his SATs. The verbal, just the verbal part. The verbal part, and then, so but he's he really all, not that don't smart. discount it. Oh yes. my god! So he's only moderately smart. <laughs> yeah, he's only moderate, moderately brilliant. Makes me feel better about myself. He wrote a letter <laughs> to a to a. Uh, oh god! Can never remember what the guy's title was, but there was a guy in Baltimore Ravens that came out. Uh, in he was support. a Maryland delegate. There Mar- you go. American Thank you, Tony. He was a delegate. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore Raven came out in support of of gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And this uh, delegate came out against the player saying that, you know, why don't you shut up and play pro football and it's none of your business who marries who and blah, blah, blah. And right. And you support. So Chris Cluey, the punter for the Vikings, wrote that Maryland delegate a letter saying, look, just because gay marriage will come <laughs> come about someday doesn't mean that you yourself will turn into a lustful cock monster. Lustful <laughs> cock monster. <laughs> Lustful cock monster? Yes. Wow. <laughs> right? So he writes So there's this, it's made big national news. I mean, it was everywhere. And in, uh, I think it's on October 19th. Oh, then Matt Burt, who is also on the Baltimore Ravens, came out and said, uh, gays should not get married because it's not God's plan. Right. Right? So Chris has already agreed, and we're trying to get Matt. And Matt Burt is from here originally. We're, uh, we've already set up the, the show. This show is going to be done from either the Varsity Theater down on uh, campus uh, we're going to do a debate between Matt Burke and Chris Cluey oh wow it should be pretty I, CNN already said they want to come and film it and I believe MSNBC is going to film it as well but what's funny about that is because my politics tend to be very middling like you know there, there's a uh, a voter ID proposal that's coming up here in Minnesota and a gay marriage uh, uh, proposal right or it's to ban the proposal actually is to ban gay marriage right 
Mm-hmm. No, to no. Um, change the Constitution, wasn't it? Yeah, to make it, it? Yeah. unconstitutional. For, for gays to get married. Yeah, right. So I will, you know, I'll vote no on that because I, who, you know, I've never understood who gives a rat's ass what somebody else does with their genitalia? I, yeah. What, who cares? It's a little more than that, but. Well, I know it's more than that, but that's, that's the. That's you would the, love puppetry of the penis, though. <laughs> the puppetry of the penis. I've, I've had those guys in studio before. That was. Yeah. It's like, tell you what, let's not show our wares, shall we? Let's show did they drop them in the studio? What'd you say, Tony? Did they drop them in the studio? Ah, uh, they were going to, and I, I said, "Nah, let's not." Let's we're not. all right. Why don't you just do like shadow puppets it's on fun, the wall? It's fun, but not and, that much fun. Do, do that. It's yeah, like no. having David Copperfield in your studio going, "No magic today." Yeah, no magic. <laughs> Why would you no. do that? No magic. That's their gift. Fly another woman to your private island, beat the shit out of her, like you did a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Remember he did that? <laughs> yeah, sure. took a dark turn. <laughs> well, he did. Uh, she sued him and everything. If I remember, was it the most her, dangerous game kind of thing? Fly people out to your private island. And yeah, maybe. Hunt them. It may be something like that. But I mean, probably happens all the time. So that, yeah, that's gonna. Did you uh, did you talk about that with Sean? I did not. It's gonna be a. That's gonna be a pretty big show. It'll be a big show. I'll try to shower that day. <laughs> That'll be great, Alex. I'm really proud of you. I'm really really She'll proud of you. Maybe you girls aren't in Belize. Maybe you could attend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll try to yeah. make yeah. it happen. Uh, no. Well, uh, is your. <laughs> You don't say. You don't really have to deal with Hollywood to do Sullivan and Son. Uh, what do you mean? I what? mean, the fact that you and Vince are, are friends, and he's the executive producer, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just ask a lot, like Brian Callen's guy, because Brian's not exactly liberal, you know, in his politics. Right. And that's kind of hard in Hollywood, isn't it? I mean, you got to be pretty liberal in Hollywood to get work in, in general. Well, I think if you, if you express your, your opinions freely, as, I don't know how often Brian does get to that point. I think if he really, yeah, not often. If he really wanted to, he would do it in his act. But I, th- yeah, yeah. I think he would probably alienate people. But I think that for the most part, when you're there working, you're just there working. You, you spend so much time writing and trying to execute the show that I, I just don't have time to even talk politics with anybody. But yeah. it is something I do follow. But I, right. I, I think as an entertainer, especially sometimes I've you know, I've tweeted stuff, and I go both sides. If I see an opening on Romney, if I see an opening on Obama, yeah. I'll tweet stuff. Well, there you go. Uh, equal opportunity offender. But right. then it really riles people up, and people just oh, really, no, really get pissed. So yeah. I, I, it's something I try to stay out of because I think that when you do go that route, you got to go all in like Bill Maher because then you find your audience. You know yeah. what your audience yeah. is, and you'll be backed by them always. But if you walk the line and you try to middle the road it and make that a part of your act, then you're going to piss people off, and you're going to lose some tickets. Sales, yeah. so. There's no question about that. You're absolutely right about that. It's, uh, yeah, I, I was trying to think of somebody who even comes close. There's really nobody that even comes close to that. In my personal experience, I, I, I literally was the first media guy, television, radio guy in America to come out in support of gay marriage, and that was like 15 years ago. Yeah, right. And we don't. I don't have any gay family members or anything like that. It, it wasn't like, you know, well, I'm doing this because of my brother or my cousin or my right. whatever. I just think it's the right thing to do. It's not right. It's not in my goddamn business mm-hmm. who, who marries who. But uh, then, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, I just I saw a picture of Adam Lambert. Right. And I don't really know who Adam Lambert is. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know who the hell that is. I thought it was a woman. Oh really? I did. Well, he he does go way over the top to get attention. I mean, oh yeah, he I mean, was he pretty. Does. Yeah, he was very pretty actually. <laughs> So I said, why is it that whenever you talk about Adam Lambert, they show a picture of his sister? <laughs> and people went after me on Twitter like there was no tomorrow. Oh, and you, you didn't even know? No! I, just, I, I thought, And then I find out, well, this guy just needs a lot of attention, apparently. See, I know what he looks like because I listen to him when I shake weight. <laughs> when, I, when I work out, that's all I do. Yeah. use of Adam Lambert's music. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, he's a very pretty man. He's a pretty man. <laughs> but I was, I, you homophobe, oh, you're a horrible, you... Lustful yuck monster. You. <laughs> no, this is how you know as somebody who's out there, uh, you know, giving your opinion every day or, right, or, or just right. talking about the pulse of, of the community or, or I as a comedian, you're always going to piss somebody off. There's no always going to be somebody that's pissed off, that doesn't like what you say. But my, my view is when I go into a stand up comedy club, I just I want 90% of the room laughing. Yeah, 10% absolutely. aren't going to like me. 10% ended up there. They just. 
you know, maybe their dragged. girlfriend, their boyfriend yeah. dragged them, <laughs> the girl out there, or whatever. But it's just like I just want a majority of the folks to have a good time. But other than that, you're always going to piss people off. Yeah, always. You, there's no question. You're supposed to piss people off these <clears throat> days. That's how you get any attention, and people spread the word. I got to ask you. A yeah. Question. Well, no. I no, mean, there's yeah. a lot of that. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. That's very true. I uh, I only do like. I only get on stage a couple times a year at like private events and stuff like that. But what I've noticed lately in the comedy clubs, and I don't know how you guys deal with it. Maybe you don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. We went to see Wendy Liebman. Oh, great! Phenomenal. She's, She's awesome. Really Tremendous. But She's we're looking around act. the room. Not one, not two, not three, but four bachelorette parties. Oh, the worst! Oh, it's got to be horrible. <laughs> it's it's yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? It's like like a, a waiter. <laughs> This hungover, his he sees the first table come in. He's like, ah, I gotta go to work. It's like, I gotta go to work. I can't believe. It. But like bachelor party, bachelorette parties are the worst because it's drunk girls, it's girls' night out, and the worst part is they always have the the dildos on their yeah. head, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. unicorns. And, but that's the thing about guys. Guys, that's why I love being a guy. Guys don't do that shit. Guys don't go to a comedy club to listen to somebody for an hour talk no. when it's like a party night. Guys don't staple roast beef sandwiches to their forehead. <laughs> like, I don't know why you have to celebrate it, putting a vagina on a forehead. I, I see you wondering what... Why do girls... Why do girls do that? I don't understand it. It's so gross. Here, You're girls learning say, a lot. I hate You're penises. They're ugly. They're gross. Then why are you, why are you going around? Yeah, like I know. It's unbelievable. Like a, There's a new bar in China. No, Japan. Japan. Where uh, that's exact. That's it's designed for women right. to go and talk about masturbation. Yeah. And the decor is uh, dildos. Right. It's a bar specifically, <laughs> specifically. where women can go to yeah. talk about masturbation. Yes. That's Again, right. guys don't have it because guys will masturbate anywhere. <laughs> we don't need a bar. Any you could bar. be outside. You could be by a waterfall. <laughs> that's very true. I was going to look graveyard that bar, but uh, I don't really want to Google Japanese masturbation. Bars. <laughs> yeah. Leave it. Have that in your history. Let it be. Well, there was a penis museum in Iceland. Yep. There's a penis museum. We were like walking by. There was a giant draft penis in a jar. It's called the the phallus. Phallus something. I don't know. I'll look it up on Yelp. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'll be on Yelp. How many stars it has. (laughs) There was a giraffe penis in a jar in the window. Really? Yeah, I don't know why people want that. I think, especially, what is Iceland? Yeah, it's not just there. It's They're worldwide. It's a just another a another arena where white men can go to feel inadequate. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. Seeing right. animal dongs everywhere, <laughs> something like that. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Very strange. I mean, this whole deal with bachelorette parties. Wendy hit the stage and was hilarious. Just very, yeah. very. She's so quick, she very, very really funny. funny. These young ladies did not get one joke. They didn't get the jokes at all. Really? It was. Well, be- some of them didn't. I don't know why. Oh, Most were they paying attention? No. Yeah. No, they were not. I don't understand why you would do that for a bachelorette party. It's like you kind of have to listen, focus. Yeah, let's yeah. go to a yeah. comedy club rather than like wear a sash that says like ball and chain and take shots called like testicle something. And then you got <laughs> the T-shirt with the condom stapled yeah, to exactly. it and it's candy. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's just, not that kind of event. I don't it's know. Not. There was a lot of that. There's no question about. It. There was a lot of that. So congratulations on the TV show doing so Thank well. Thank you. It's I mean, but it was nice because like I said you were just on about. Was it six weeks ago? I think you were in mid-season. Probably in the middle of the run, yeah. Thank you yeah, again for having me on. Oh, God, it's always fun to talk. You've been on many, many times. It's nice to have you in for the podcast. We just started this about six weeks ago. Oh, it's, congrats. Yeah, it's a fun deal. It's a great little space, too. I mean, I, 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 I mean, most podcasts you go to, it's like... Yeah, it's really shady. <laughs> so Why not? Really nice. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not shady. It's not shady at all. Family's no. not shady. Andy left again. Andy doesn't care. Steve, can you do the mac and cheese sound before you exit? What <laughs> 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 is happening? Fantastic. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you just ruined mac and cheese. For me. Thank you. Never can eat it again. Or any pasta. Well, just create a new design with your pretzels while I do it. Yeah, that's a little OCD line there. <laughs> Spell my name. What's that all about? You Sad have little, face. little things arranged. I don't know. I get... She gets bored listening to you. So you'll be... <laughs> there. 
Sad face. I can understand that. I can understand that. Kidding. Your second season will begin in, uh, in, what's it be in June? Uh, A month earlier, yeah. We'll air this time in June. And no Olympics, no presidential, (laughs) no acceptance speeches or anything like that. Because it's so funny. It's like, Two weeks of the Olympics, we're like, all right, we're in the clear. Here we go. It's like, okay, well, uh, Romney's going to have a big speech at the convention. I'm like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. And then, then, then the next week, it's like, oh, Obama's going to speak this week. I'm like, yeah, God, it just never ended. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally half our season, four four weeks right there, just gone. And then, and then the last week was uh, football season kicked off. Uh, really? Thursday night football. Well, yeah. Thursday night football. That's yeah. right. And that was, that, was a, oh, that was a Packer game, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It was a pretty big game, though. Don't say Packers in front of Alex ever. Never. So how much time doing the TV show and all the rest of it, how, how much time do you spend on the road now? Uh, well, as soon as the show finished, uh, I took some time off. Maybe like, no, actually, I went right on tour. But I took two weeks off after the tour, and now I'm back out on the road. So this is my first headlining gig in like literally probably almost like eight, nine months. Really? So I'm going to be really rusty, yeah. <laughs> oh, but you're so, very good. I don't think you'd be very rusty. It'll all come back. It'll Everyone be will rough. just sit there. Like right <laughs> It'll be rough. Uh, because you always want to – uh, we just saw Nick DiPaolo a couple of weeks ago. Nick oh. has not been doing a lot of stand-up. He just oh, really? hasn't. Because he's got that Nick and Artie show now. Yeah, he's, he's got great. All oh, I love Nick. He's a wonderful guy. He, just, uh, he was in town, but he just doesn't – we talked backstage about the, you know, he needs to get back out on the road, and he, he just, he was kind Maybe of down that want night. Well, I think he does, but doing that, I don't know how he's going to do it, doing that, that radio and TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, as a comedian, do you just get, like, sick of just being on the road and doing stand-up, and especially after you get your own gig? No, you know, prior just... to the television show, I was getting to the point where I loved doing it, but I was doing 50 weeks a year, because every wow. two years I try to turn out a new special, so I was ready to film another uh, a third hour, and then the show got picked up, and I was pulled away from stand-up, and I was really at the point where I was kind of getting a little burnt and taking it for granted, I think, and, okay. and being withdrawn from it, I, I really found a passion again towards getting back on stage, so I'm really excited to to get back up there but I, I think also I think as you get older maybe the, yeah. you know, you're not as excited to get out there yeah. as much so maybe yeah. uh, you know maybe for Nick maybe doing the radio I don't know I, I'm not speaking on behalf of him but I think no, I understand. it must be a welcome <clears throat> distraction getting to do the radio show and then every now and then getting to go out yeah, yeah and, and I think that's what he's doing but but he's like ah you know what I get out on the road more often and I, I got all rusty I said you didn't get, you were, he was hilarious oh yeah he was absolutely hilarious that night he nice did he smile angry. No, Did he smile at all? Not a no? lot of smiling. Oh, okay. He not a lot of <laughs> not a lot of smiling when yeah. it, you know it, it all works out at the end. With he's Nick, just but. a beam of sunshine. He's always a cloudburst. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he is the, the the TV show has changed him in a little bit mm-hmm. because he came on the podcast about a month ago, something like that, and did a couple of bits. You know, made a couple of comments. And so, as soon as that was the day Big Jay Okerson was here, oh okay, it was the same day. As a matter of fact, so Nick calls me, and he says, "Tommy, do me a favor." I said, "What's that?" Those two things: the one where I said this, and the one where I said that. Would you cut those out of there, will you? I said, "Who the <laughs> fuck am I talking to?" Yeah, what do you mean, cut that yeah, out was, of there? He was all worried about offending people. It's like, it's like Nick, yeah, you're Nick, Apollo. That's what we said. What? Like, really? Yeah. And he basically said the same thing on his stand-up that he we had uh, cut out. So it's like yeah, he did maybe he wanted to save too. it for uh, save it for the bigger audience. He's he's very yeah. conscious. I think that you know TV is a whole different thing. Yeah, well, Direct TV did spend a fortune on that. Have you have you seen the show at all yet? Uh, no, it's a very expensive set. I don't, yeah. man, yeah. that thing is expensive. But uh, yeah, it's, well, yeah, when you got a boss. When you have an employer yeah, now, because stand-ups, yeah, we're just right. lone guns. We're out there by yeah, ourselves. We're, only, true. we're held accountable to us. So when Which you're tweeting nice. something, you can tweet whatever the hell you want. And if right. you piss people off, it's like, okay, well, fuck you. Don't come to the show then. Right. <laughs> but right. the minute you got a boss, the minute you got a, a big true. corporate entity, you do have to really censor what it is that gets out there. Because nowadays, I mean, you look at what happened with Tosh. You yeah. know, you, you just don't want that kind of heat or flack coming at you because – Fortunately for Daniel, he makes a lot of money for that network. Yeah, he does. And if that show's on the brink, if it's not doing as well, then you know what? They yeah. don't. They don't Bye-bye. want that controversy. Right. They cut the cord. So you, you do have to be careful of it. Owen Benjamin, who's on the show, tweets nonstop. And once he was on the set, that was something he was 
he was aware of. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I should send this out. What do you think? And I'm like, uh-huh. no, don't do that. <laughs> don't so do that learned, one. Yeah. yeah, he learned very quickly. That is great that you get to work with a bunch of your, of your friends on the show. It's so fun. And, and, and the cast, we've all become friends now because mm-hmm. Brian Doyle Murray and Christine Ebersol knew each other because they did Saturday Night Live right. in the early 80s together. And the minute they were on the set... They just got off like gangbusters. They were hanging out, goofing off. It was like old times for them. But Dan Loria, Jody Long, Vivian Bang, uh, Aslan, Valerie Aslan, and then all the comics, we all hang out all the time. Right. Uh, we watch each other rehearse during scenes. Uh, we all eat lunch together. We eat dinner together. Nobody goes off in the dressing rooms. It's just a great, great set. I think the, the set, the culture of the set was... Uh, kind of given credence from Vince because Vince just shows up and he's just hard working but he just creates a, a great environment that is true he's a very hard working guy isn't he? yeah and Billingsley and Rob Long too right I mean it's it's the three and then I'm, I'm there too but I mean those guys really set the tone you know it was really funny the night at the chambers at that you know after party mm-hmm. uh, it was a weird experience for me because I'd never been around him before but right I I walked into the room and Peter Billingsley walked past me. Yeah. And I thought he'd be bigger. <laughs> oh, Pete, yeah. yeah. I thought, well, he's the same size he was in the Christmas story. <laughs> How did that? How did that? But it was just weird. I just, for some people, I guess, it, well, it's an iconic movie anyway. Yeah, and you always remember that little boy the with little the big boy. glasses. And, and he still got the big glasses. He still got the, and, and the big blue eyes. <laughs> he got the big blue but eyes. But I, I had always heard... Uh, Ahmed was roommates with Peter Billingsley. Right. And I'd hung out with Pete and Vince a few times. I never even knew it was Peter. Like, I, I never put two and two together. I'm like, that's really? See, I've been hanging out I with him. And I was like, when am I going to meet him? <laughs> but he's right there. That's him. Did you ask him when you were going to meet him? Time. Yeah. Uh, honestly, but the I, nicest guy, Pete and Vince both, they're, they've been, you know, uh, working with Wild West together for a long time, but they're just both the best. So when you're nobody comes up to him and says you'll shoot your eye out, do they? People do. Oh, God. I yes, knew it. Sure. People still come up to Vince, your money, baby, and oh, it's just like, oh God, God. Right. Oh. never heard it. Before. How, yeah, how did you put up with that. I remember the first time I I really met them and became friends. What what we did this Wild West show in Vegas, and they just finished filming the movie, and John Caparilla was on it, but he was sick, so he couldn't do the show. Mm-hmm. So they asked him, "Do you get a comic?" They called me up. You know, would you like to do a show with Vince Vaughn? Dot com. Yeah, get no, a comic. I don't want to do a show with Vince Vaughn. Forget it. So, so they called me up. You want to do a show New Year's Eve, Vince Vaughn, and do the Wild West thing? And I was like, Yeah, of course. So I go out there, I do it. It was one of those like, thank God I had this that kind of set night. It was like a set of your oh, life really? kind of yeah. kind of set. So it was like three thousand people do this set. Uh, it went great. Got a standing ovation that hardly ever happens, you know, for stand-ups. Yeah, yeah, at, absolutely. At least so I'm like, Oh, thank God I had this kind of set in front of these guys. So there's like a little after party. I don't bug him. I don't want to go up and talk to him and rub elbows. I'm just, I'm just glad to be part of the show. I finish the show. Maybe like two weeks later, I get a call. I just moved to Los Angeles, like literally just moved there. Hey, can you do a show for, for Vince? I go, yeah, of course. What, what do you want me to do? Well, they just finished editing. They're wrapping up editing of The Breakup, and they want a stand-up comedian to come in and perform for folks that work on the, on the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, of course. Okay, it's Sunday. Three o'clock. I'm like, oh god, that's horrible. Because <laughs> yeah. like, you want you want the lights yeah. off as, as a stand up. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. want the sun down. So I'm not gonna say no. So, so I show up and I go to the Warner Brothers lot, and a, an editing studio uh, for film is literally like this. It's a movie theater, but all the seats are taken out, and in the middle of the movie theater is an island where they have the switchboard. So right, it's right. literally like this to a, a grand scale. I right. mean, you got a huge movie screen and the, the soundboard. And behind are like three couches with, with nice lamps. It's like a nice lounge at a, at a Marriott. Okay? Everyone's smoking a cigar. <laughs> Everybody's smoking a cigar. You know, you got, everybody's just cascaded in shadows. Uh, so, I, so I walk in and I'm like, oh God, I'm going to perform in this thing in front of literally six people. Oh. So it's Vince, Pete, the director, Ugh. the two editors, and like two other executives. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to die. So I just went up. <laughs> All right. So I just made fun of myself and how my career is going to go nowhere. Improv for 10, 15 minutes. I started getting into material. I took the director's notes, chucked them off. I used to do this doggy style joke. So I'm doing this doggy style joke on the editing bay, banging my head on the table. I look up and I'll never forget, Vince and Pete are in tears, dying. 
but not laughing. I could tell they're not laughing with me. They're not laughing at. The, they're laughing at me, like literally laughing at me, because everyone around us is not laughing. There's a woman, a Warner Brothers exec. Oh I saw her badge, and she's holding her coffee and just open mouth agape. She's like, "What is going on in here? Why is he talking? Who is this person?" I left thinking I'll never ever work again You're in done. Hollywood. I just pack your change bags your up. Name. Just change your name. Yeah, pack up the Hyundai. Let's get the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, I got a call a week later from Vince, like, "Hey, you want to go take a hike up to the Hollywood sign with me and Pete and, and Ahmed?" I was like, "Yeah, of course, oh, yeah, of course, yeah." And we took this hike. Sort of odd. No, no, it's a, it, there's like these canyons in Los Angeles where people get yeah. you know they take hikes up the I just think it's thing, a whatever. Request. So, well, I, I, I'm not going to end up gagged with a racquetball <laughs> in my mouth. And, no, welcome They've to Hollywood. <laughs> so we, we ended up taking this hike and just had a great time. Thing. And ever since then, we've been best pals like all of us. So That's phenomenal. Been, that's cool. awesome, yeah. That's how it should happen. Really yeah, is. yeah, just one guy getting humiliated. Yeah, on the Warner Brothers lot. So they only oh, made God. you sweat for a week. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Only made me sweat for a week. <laughs> Did you take your wife on the road with you? I do. She's actually here this week. Uh, she's at the hotel now. She just flew in. But when we first started dating, um, she she would come. I, I would fly her to different cities that mm-hmm. I was performing in, uh, and she'd get to di- see different cities. It was it was great. And and so for me, I was it was awesome because now I get to go see museums and art museums and yeah, go see yeah. things that the cities has to offer, as opposed to just hanging out with comics that wake up at four o'clock. It's good Pizza Hut, and that's that's your day. <laughs> That was one of Billy Gardell's best lines on this week's Mike and Molly, as a matter of fact, because on Mike and Molly, they went to Paris for their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So he comes back, and he's showing Carl uh, 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 Reno Wilson, Carl on the show. Oh, yeah. Awesome Reno, guy. great guy. So nice. Great guy. He's showing his pictures of Niambi, Niambi, and, and Reno Wilson. And he goes, it just made me think of it by what you say. He goes, and this is the Louvre right here. That's a picture of the Louvre. And Reno Wilson goes, that's where we have the Mona Lisa, right? And he goes, I don't know. I didn't go in. <laughs> that is a typical like, yeah, that's a great. That's what a comic building. would do. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't go in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. It, just go have. past, snap a picture. <laughs> Got it. How yes. was it? I don't know. I just took this. I was at the loop. And Reno points out that in every picture, <laughs> Billy Gardell is eating something. Here's the Eiffel <laughs> <Yeah>. Tower. <laughs> He's eating something. Hey, no, wait a minute. Was baguette? Salami. And salami and cheese. And don't think it wasn't great. It was wonderful. Yeah, don't get fooled by the simplicity of the yeah, sandwich. Don't get fooled by the simplicity of the sandwich. That's exactly what he said. It was, it was wonderful. I out ate Gardell once. What? We went to a... Uh, it's like Dave's Barbecue Joint or something. It was like in Colorado. It's a chain. Dave's yeah. Famous yeah, Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we go and he's like, he's like, do you think... Who do you think could eat more between you and I? I'm like, me, definitely, because he's seen me eat. I could, I could power eat. I'm like uh, Kobayashi. He's like, uh, he's like, all right, let's each get a slab, two sides, dessert, and let's see who can get through it. And I mouthed through it all quicker than he did. And he was, he had like two ribs left really? and didn't get through one of his sides, which was surprising to me. Really? But, Absolutely. Yeah, I can out eat Billy Gardell. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. That's a big deal. You, should have a, you should have a cup on the mantle at home. Yeah. <laughs> no, so did you get any official badge? I, I didn't oh, get a badge. I just got got to tell that story. <laughs> That's a wonderful Bad story. Enough. Good enough. Again, Sullivan and Son and on the road, well, not 50 weeks a year anymore, thank God. No. So if you want to see him, you better go this week. Better go now to the mall. Yeah. Rick Bronson. If you got to go to Radio Shack, <laughs> see some comedy too. Or Lane Bryant. Or Lane Bryant. Or, or, or Wetzel's Pretzels. Or like the eight lids that I'm sure are probably in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Lids are like the new Starbucks of malls. <laughs> Seriously. Like why, like, why are there two lids? Do people this, need hats that much? Yeah. Why are there this so. many hat stores? So really? There's... It's insane. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's yeah. a new cool thing to do, wear the flat-brimmed hats and have a goatee. Well, whenever I go out to, to, to Rick Ross's house of comedy, I just go up to the fourth. True. I go up to the fourth floor parking, and then I just walk right into the club. So I don't, I don't actually go into. Yeah, the, I try to the avoid the, the actual. Pass mall. by Bubba Gump, and you're. Andy. <laughs> Andy used to work at the house of comedy. As a matter of fact, oh, you did mm-hmm. for like two months, maybe. He loved every minute. Uh, so he said, fun. He tells me, he said, "I don't think I can do this." I said, "Well, Rick was nice enough to hire you. You should probably stay, hang in there." He goes, "Not is." There's like people there. <laughs> oh, yeah. lots of people. You love Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> Have you ever heard Sebastian? Oh yeah, absolutely. He's the best. He is disgusted by people. He was just. I think, uh, he's a friend of Coriolis, isn't he? No, Sebastian uh, actually was on the Wild West tour with Vince. Who, he was. Somebody in the movie. brought him up this week on the podcast. Yeah, 
He's phenomenal. Do yourself a favor. Follow him on Twitter. All he does is tweet pictures of people that piss him off. <laughs> it's like I'm he's at a yeah, he's at a TCBY, like one of those yogurt places, yep. and someone's getting a yogurt sample for their dog. And oh. so he'll take a picture of that, and he just hashtags what's wrong with people. Next to Rick that might have been, You know what? It might have been Tom Rhodes that was talking about something. Yeah, he's great. It might have been. Great. Yeah, Tom's not exactly happy with the world either. Oh, Sebastian is? has a disdain for humanity on parallel to <laughs> exactly. anything I've ever seen. A portion of the profits of the Tom Bernard podcast goes directly to the Smile Network. The Smile Network is a nonprofit organization that provides life-altering, reconstructive surgeries and related health care services to impoverished children and young adults in developing countries. The Smile Network together, we are constructing lives one bright, smiling face at a time. The Tom Bernard Podcast giving away $5,000 on October 11th to one of our lucky listeners. And uh, we'll give a matching donation to the Smile Network. All you have to do to enter is go to our website, TomBernardPodcast.com. Click on the banner or the Enter Now button. The contest promotes sharing the podcast through Facebook, Twitter, email, and more. We'll contact the winner of $5,000 on October 11th. You'll be interviewed on the show. The 30-day giveaway of $5,000 at TomBernardPodcast.com. Stephen Byrne, what a great honor to have you in the, hey, thanks for in the house, me. first of all. It's just you know, bringing you in the house. I should bring like a freshly baked pie next time. I didn't you know really I was going to be should. at a home. We're, we were expecting <laughs> well, it we'll this be. time, but you know, next time's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever worked at, at, at Acme? A nice gluten-free muffin. I worked there a long time ago I thought you with did. the Jameson Tour, but with it's a club Tour. that I, I haven't been back to, no. Because it, our, we're, our studio, our building downtown is, is in that building. It's, it's in the same building. Oh, okay, yeah. So building. next time you're in town, you just, you'll be right there. To, what? Building. Itasca building. Yeah. What Sorry, you I said say? building like five times in a row. It just was funny. <laughs> well, we're I building. It was funny. We're building a studio in a building. Yeah. So it's in that building. See what, I put up? Yeah. See, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I, I just find odd. The things studio funny. that we're building. Just unbelievable. It's <laughs> nothing but torture on a Sorry, daily basis. I your just life. go to the garage. It's, that's all I can do. All men man. hang out. At. Just yeah. hang out in the garage. It's Crack open a beer. Throw a few darts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what you guys do, right? Yeah. Throw darts in a garage. Are we done? God. I am just <laughs> We're done. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day.